Welcome to Emerge, and this is our podcast. Emerge is a place where we're all about raising champions fully devoted to Christ. We want to say thank you for joining us today. We hope that this message encourages and uplifts you. Enjoy the message. But yeah, so we're just going to kind of jump right into the word. We are talking about letting things go today. Letting things, letting it go, all right? (laughs) Gotta let it go. (laughs) Um, We're about to enter into 2020. 2020, guys, we're literally ending a decade. We're ending 10 years, about to enter into the next 10 years. So there's some things that we have to let go in 2019. So can we turn our Bibles to Hebrews 12, verse 1? Hebrews 12, verse 1. It says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Lord, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord my God, for the opportunity to give your word this morning. I pray that even as we are gathered here, that your Holy Spirit will reveal your word to us in the mighty name of Jesus. Less of me, O Lord my God, more of you, and let your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' name we prayed. Amen. So, I remember when I was younger, me and my siblings, um, one of my brothers, whenever you'd see him, the first thing he'd ask you is, do you want to race? He never said hi. He never said, oh, this is my name. What's your name? He would just meet you. He's just like, all right, you want to race? Like he was so, he's so competitive. So I don't know what it is, but he just wanted to like race. Like he always wanted to go in the middle of the street with his friends and like, all right, I'm going to race you. I bet you I'm going to win. I bet you I'm going to win. And if he lost, he's just like, oh, man, I ain't had the right shoes on. Oh, was this shirt is too heavy. Um, okay, 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 I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you next time. And if we, if we hung out with you frequently, the next week, it's like, okay, you want to race? Like, that, that was Sam. He always wanted to, always wanted to race. And whenever he lost, again, he attributed it to weights that were on him. Never that he was slower or he just lost. Um, but it's just that something was on him that he couldn't win. Something was slowing him down that he couldn't win. And at the time, I thought it was funny. Like, okay, Sam, you lost. It's okay. (laughs) You lost, you lost. But now I'm looking at it and I'm just thinking about in our career, lives, relationships. So many times we're like, okay, if this hadn't happened or if I didn't have this effect on me, I probably would have won. I probably would have been better. I probably would have been faster. If God was to show us his plans for our lives, where we should have been at this moment in 2019, I bet a lot of us would say, well, if I hadn't had this blank, I probably would be where God wanted me to be. So I'm not sure um, if any of you, I don't know if you guys know like those ankle weights or like sometimes they have wrist weights. My dad used to buy them when we were younger and like if you'd run with them, you'd feel the weight literally on your leg. 
same thing like if you're in a pool, like if you try to run in a pool, like you're like, you're running but you're not really moving. But when you get out of the water, when you have that weight off, you're able to move so freely, so, you're just free. You're able to move and nothing is really restricting your movement. That's what I believe God wants for us. If I didn't have this weight, I would have been happier. I would have been better. I would have been more successful. So today we're gonna talk about some weights that I believe we all have that we can let go of in 2019 to get the best that God has for us in 2020. So we're gonna make it a little interactive this morning. After each point, I just want you guys to scream, let it go, all right? Just can we all say let it go, one, two, three? All right, so the first one is toxic relationships. Let it go. Let it go. Toxic relationships. Well, toxic relationships are relationships that are abusive, unsupportive, and unhealthy. It is poisonous to the individual mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. There's no easier way to say it, but some people just can't go with you in the 2020. It is what it is, all right? You just gotta let them go. Some people are literally meant to suck you dry. They only want what they want for themselves. They don't care about how you're feeling. They don't care about if you're better. They pour out all their problems on you, don't ask you how you're doing. Toxic people, you just have to let them go. <laughs> Unfortunately, not every relationship can enter with you into the next year. And in your life, I'm sure there are people that you're just like, yeah, you, you're, just not, you're just not it. You're just not meant for me. And the funny thing is sometimes it's people that are closest to us. It's easy to identify like, oh, I'm not really close with her. I'm not really close with him like that, so I can just cut him off. But if it's someone you've known since your childhood, someone you've been friends with since the beginning of time, to cut that person off is just like, can I, should I really cut them off? I mean, maybe it's just a rough patch. Maybe, you know, things might get better in the future. Cut them off. Cut, cut them off. Just cut the excuses and let them go. Because what, what's happening is, is that you aren't happy. You're not being fulfilled. You're not at peace. You're going through so many ups and downs, and you can't really pinpoint where it is. You're holding on to a relationship because of history, because of time, because of what you think that person is to you. But that person is actually draining you. Sometimes, as Christians, we tend to put others before ourselves. You know, God wants us to love everybody. God wants us to pray for everyone. God wants us to encourage one another, which is true. But at the same time, we can't be stupid, right? So Matthew 10, verse 16. Matthew 10, verse 16. I don't know if I have it up. Okay. It says, behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be as wise as serpents and harmless as doves. God was talking to the disciples at that time about the persecution that was about to happen. People, not everybody is, has your best interest at heart. Just like the verse says, there will be wolves. There will be people that are out to attack you, people who are, have malicious endeavors, people who are enemies, but friends in disguise. You can't, we can't afford to be foolish. We can't afford to like be, to sleep because these people will kill our destinies. Relationships are so important and vital to our mental and emotional well-being and really our survival. And even as a society, as we're becoming more health conscious than ever before, we're paying more attention to food labels, exercise, 
um, what it is that we eat, organic foods. We also need to be a, pay attention to the relationships that we hold near and dear to us. A toxic relationship can be just as toxic as, I don't know, eating McDonald's or eating fatty foods or eating, <laughs> I mean, if you eat McDonald's, I'm sorry, but I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, it's just like some people see that those things are toxic, a toxic relationship can have the same effect on you. A study was done and that followed about 10,000 people for around 12.2 years, and researchers discovered that subjects in negative relationships were at a greater risk for developing heart problems, including a fatal cardiac event, that counterparts whose close relationships were not negative. I, I mean, I really don't know how else to say. I don't think there's much more elaboration that can go into it other than everybody can't follow you to where Christ is calling you to. It, it, some people might not be horrible. They might not be evil or malicious, but it's just understanding what relationships God wants you to have in the next year. What relationships are going to get you closer to destiny? What relationships are going to push you further from destiny? So in 2019, we have to understand the toxic relationships, we have to let them go. Thank you. The next weight we need to let go of, get let go of, is habits. So habits, 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 habits. Habits are patterns acquired by frequent repetition. A shorter, hab a shorter word for a habit is a bad habit is sin. Something that you do all the time that you know you're not supposed to do all the time let it go. 2019, I'm going to stop having a bad attitude. And you're you still, you still salty. <laughs> let it go. 2019, oh, I'm not going to curse anymore. But you still curse it. You know, I was like, let it go. 2019, oh, I'm going I'm to stop being petty. I'm going to stop gossiping. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> We're literally about to end the year. So we have bad habits, bad things that are not allowing us to progress. They're not allowing us to move forward. We set goals, we set visions, we set New Year's resolutions, but each time we don't, we're not necessarily fulfilling them. Bad habits are spiritual issues that we haven't overcome, and in, over, and in order to overcome it, we need to change the way we think. Can we go to Ephesians 4, 22 to 24? It says, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. <coughs> Giving up bad habits isn't something that's going to happen overnight. It's a lifestyle change. It's a process. It's something that we have to do daily, consciously saying that, okay, if I set this goal to leave this bad habit, then let me start taking active steps to leave this bad habit in 2019. 2020, I don't want to curse anymore. All right, somebody pisses me off. Somebody cuts me off on the, on the road. Don't. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just catch yourself before you let something out. Someone's being petty to you. Someone's being malicious to you. You want to curse them out. Don't hold yourself back. Remember what it is that you're trying to work towards. If you look at TV today or like the news today, bad habits is what has caused a lot of 
turmoil, a lot of situations that we're seeing on the news because people couldn't let go of bad habits when they had the time or the opportunity to change. If you don't handle the habits now, by the time you get to the place of calling or the place where Christ has called you to be, it could be catastrophic. People are going to jail, people are losing offices, people are being blasted out on stage for habits that they couldn't control, that they couldn't get under control when they were young. And these habits have carried them over to where they are now. So if we don't deal with our habits now, if we don't let this go, again, it's not an overnight thing. It's going to take time. It's a process. But understanding that, okay, I have this habit, and whatever it is, gossiping, lust, addiction, um, anger, whatever that habit is now, recognize it, get control of it, and start taking active steps towards, I guess just active steps towards getting better so you don't carry that habit into 2020. The last thing that we are going to let go is inferiority, inferi I never know how to say the word. Inferi yeah, just say the mind. One, two, three. All right, the mind, we're gonna let it go. I don't know why, every time I see that word, it just stumbles me up. But Romans 12, verse two. Romans 12, verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. The mind is a very powerful and very dangerous tool. Inferiority complex, simply put, is a lack of self-esteem, a lack of self-confidence, and a feeling of inadequacy. You never feel like you're good enough. You never feel like you're qualified. You never feel like, well, maybe I deserve this. You're always putting yourself down. When things don't go your way, what type of thoughts cross your mind? When you've prayed out to God and God's, it seems as if God isn't answering, what, what's the first thought that comes to mind? And for me, that's something I am actively working on that I know I need to leave in 2019. What am I thinking about myself? Am I overthinking things too much? Am I thinking bad thoughts? Am I putting myself down when the crisis called me to be better? What are you thinking? Your thoughts can either push you towards destiny or kill any idea that you have of success. What are you thinking, your thoughts? Philippians 4, 8, it talks about believing and trusting and thinking of things that are good, that are beneficial to you, that have a hope, that give you a hope, that give you a future thinking of those things instead of negative thoughts, things that weigh you down, things that don't give you any hope for a better tomorrow, things that don't give you any hope for a better future. You can't, oh, actually, yes. Let's go back to Hebrews 12. Let's go back to Hebrews 12, verse one to two. The, I think it's the next slide. All right, I think Hebrews 12, is, Hebrews 12, 1 to 2, basically talks about, okay, therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance, endurance the race that is set before us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. We cannot run a race that we have already counted ourselves out of through our thoughts. 
If we thought negative, if we thought bad, if we thought, okay, I'm not going to pass. I'm not going to get married. I'm not going to get that job. God doesn't really want the best for me. You can't win a race. You can't win the race. It's literally impossible. It's like me going to the Olympics and saying, I should have gotten that gold medal. But I never showed up for any of the practices. I never showed up for any of the meets. I can't win the race. Or it's like me going to the judicial court and saying, oh, I should have been elected president. I never counted myself in. I never started the work. I never put the effort in. You cannot win a race that you have already counted yourself out first in your mind. You're anything that you want to be, anything that you aim to be, that you dream to be, first starts in your thoughts. If you think it, you can achieve it. I know it sounds like a cliche saying, but it's the truth. If I think that, okay, I'm going to be the best, my steps, my actions are going to push me towards being the best. I remember when I was about to start college, I was so so scared. I'm always scared. I don't know. But I was so scared, and I was just like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to you know, do well. I don't know if I'm going to be smart enough. I heard that college is hard. You have to study all the time. And in high school, I was just, I was just getting A's. I didn't really have to study that much. So I didn't really want to like, have to do all that work in college. And then one of my mentors was like, look, if you think it's going to be hard, it's going to be hard. If you think it's going to be easy, then you're going to be fine. It's going to be easy. But whatever you think about the experience that you're about to encounter, that's what you're going to get out of it. And when she said that, I was just like, wow, I never, I never thought about that. Because everybody's literally telling you college is hard. College, yes, it can be hard. But I mean, it's also fun. It's also enlightening. It's also eye-opening. Nobody ever told me all of that. Just college is going to be hard. So in my mind, I'm already thinking, well, maybe I can't. Maybe I can't do it. Maybe I'm not meant to be here. Maybe it's not what God has in store for me. Maybe I'm going to fail. Maybe I'm going to drop out. Like all these thoughts coming to my mind and I'm already canceling myself out of a race that I haven't even started to run. So your thoughts are very important. You want to let them go. And as we enter into the new year, we must change how we think about life, situations, and about ourselves. We need to drop toxic and negative thoughts, leave them in 2019, in 2020, think better thoughts, more positive thoughts, more hopeful thoughts. And I pray that as we do so, that God will honor us, God will bless us and encourage us in the mighty name of Jesus. I had a short message for you guys today. I couldn't go on for 30 minutes, but I really just want us to understand the importance of letting things go. Letting things go. Whether 2019 went the way you wanted it to, whether it went the way you didn't want it to go, you want to make sure that 2020 is better. Like I said, we're entering into a new decade. I don't know how else to say it or how else to put it, but for me, I think that's really significant. We're entering into another phase of another 10 years. The past 10 years has been fun. Some of us started high school, finished high school, graduated college. Some of us in the beginning of the 10 years weren't married, now we're married, we have children. Like 10 years is a long time frame for a lot to happen. And we're about to enter into a new decade, a new decade of grace, a new decade of blessings, a new decade of open doors, a new decade of increase. So what are the habits that are going to stop you from entering into that phase of your life? What are the habits or what are the weights that are going to hold you down that aren't going to let you become the best that you can be or the best that God has for you in 2020? So let it go. Let it go. 
And I promise that God is going to do crazy, miraculous things that you never thought of or imagined. Amen? All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you for joining us, and a special thanks to those of you who give to our service. It is because of you we are able to spread the gospel and touch the souls of young adults. If you'd like to give, you can do so on our app, Emerge Champs, or go to our website, www.emergechamps.org. We pray you have a blessed week, and see you next time. Bye.